1: Who's rapping? Overkeen. Dragons? are not overkeen. I'll dice them like a knife, slicing right through an aubergine. My dragon shelf flow is sweeter than a soda stream. You won't believe your eyes. I'm like an overload of dopamine. A broadsword in one hand and a
0: magic spell in the other. I'm the last of the dragonborn. There's no other. My brother's so have run for cover. If you've got scales... Then I'm... And we're back. If you missed us last week, this is the continuation of the Part B episode. Uh, So if you missed the Rescue to Fort Kostov, Blessings of Nature, and In My Time of Need from last week, please go back and check out that episode. For this week, we'll be getting into some more missions with our guys here on the roundtable. We'll be going through Missing in Action, Kinds, Trials, and Lost to the Ages. So, Victor, we'll go ahead and start with you. Uh, How did you find Missing in Action?
2: Well, uh, you uh, speak to Frelia Greymane, who I believe is um, Eorlund's wife, um, the the master smith of the Skyforge. Um, at some point, you're at her little stall, and she's bemoaning the fact that she hasn't seen her son, and doesn't know where he is, and so on and so forth. And in the course of the conversation, uh, she doesn't want to talk about it right there, so you have to run back to her house with her. And uh, you go to the house, and there's her other son, Avelstein, <laughs> who, uh, who is running around with his big ax acting, uh, uh, all threatening and everything. Um, and once he's calmed down, you, uh, hear that, uh, uh, they're sure that those goddamn battleborns have something to do with this. And, uh, you need to find proof. So, uh, you go sneak into the battleborns house and, uh, find proof which is often in a room to the side now i i've sneaked in there several times and sometimes i've managed to get in there without uh uh, stirring up any trouble and sometimes i don't this time uh for some reason there was somebody in there uh i can't remember which one um and uh he started getting on my case so i just killed him um (laughs) which I don't usually do. I don't know why I did that this time. I maybe just, you know, sheer perstickedness or something. I usually try to be a little more, uh, you know, realistic about things. Uh but I just killed him when I got the got the proof and took it back to Abelstein. and uh so then uh it turns out that uh there I forget his name. What what's the brother's name? Uh, Toralt, is it? I, um, yeah, yeah. Uh he is a prisoner of the Thalmor. Um and so, uh, they are in, uh, North watch, which is on the coast right across from, uh, castle Volcahar there. Um, and, uh, so you need to go up there and, uh, take care of the problem. And boy, was it a problem? I, I
0: had
2: a <laughs> hell of a time with those Thalmor, Uh, and, uh, For some reason, again, I think maybe it's just the where I am now. I was around level thirty when I started that because that was the last one I did for this section, Um, and uh, um, maybe it's the mods I'm using. Maybe something is getting. I'm playing on expert uh, with these mods, and I was just getting one shotted and one shotted and one shotted from the archers on the side of the. um, But we finally, I you know, pulled out the. The the wraith and Belrand and Iona and uh, and the other problem is usually there's I, this is weird because it's several times I've played through this quest and sometimes there's four or five uh, Nords with with Abelstein and this time it was just Abelstein and one other guy so we had <laughs> uh, so I was kind of screwed you know but uh, eventually we made it through once we were in the fort uh, and running through the passages in the fort and stuff it wasn't so bad. Um, and we made it through there pretty pretty easily, and and uh, freed Torald, who was very grateful, and uh, you uh, accompany him or escort him outside, and uh, uh, um, and send him on his way. Um, and then you go back and tell. Oh, and he he says to tell my mother, and I can't remember the exact quote. You may maybe you have it written down there. Something about the winds of seeds of the winter and the change of the whatever's and something like that and kill a goat. and um,
0: Kill a goat.
2: So, uh, But you have to quote that to the mom, and she she's very – she's content with that because she knows her son's alive and so on. Um, now Suffer
0: I, the winter's cold wind.
2: Thank you. Yeah, something like that. For it brings the seeds of something or other and blah, blah, blah.
0: For it bears aloft next summer's
2: seeds. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Now, I I will say that uh, once we had dispatched all these, those evil Thalmor bastards, um, (laughs) uh, from both sides, Imperial and Stormcloak, uh, and uh, now I'm using a mod called Complete Crafting Overhaul, and uh, it's not the only mod that does this, but it allows you to uh, um, deconstruct things. At the forge and at the, at the uh, not the forge the um, uh, the smelters, uh, and there's just a crap ton of elven armor in there. Uh, so I gathered every single piece of el- <laughs> elven and thalmor armor I could find, and now I have like 180 ingots of refined <laughs> moonstone in my collection. Oh, nice. but it also allows you to uh, it allows you to gain a small amount of smithing skill as you deconstruct and use the uh, uh, the smelter, so I went from level forty smithing to like sixty something in one. Wow. Just deconstructing all that, all that armor because it's pretty valuable
0: stuff. So it it, uh, it levels you up pretty fast. Um, I hope so. that's something they include into the next game. Is the deconstruction will gain you smithing knowledge and ingots? Yeah, that makes sense.
2: It does. It makes a huge amount of sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so. Anyway, so that's that's pretty much the uh, progression of of the missing in action quest.
0: Mine was very similar, except for all the Thalmor were bedecked in glass armor. Really? So I, I was oh, hauling. you're up a higher level there, yeah. I was I was hauling. I had the same issue. I was hauling every little tiny bit of armor I could, <laughs> have, even though I can't break it down to anything. I might be the only person who thinks this, but I love the way the glass armor looks. A lot of people who I've seen online just make fun of the glass armor, but I I think it looks super cool. No, I so kind of like it. Yeah. I was I was I was bringing as much of that stuff as I could, home. and you know it's one of those annoying things where I would pick up a bunch of armor and then get you know, over-encumbered, so I'd have to drop some stuff, and then I'd go kill some more people, pick up their glass armor, then have to drop more stuff, and then go find more people, <laughs> take all their glass armor, and have to drop more stuff. So, It took me forever to get through there. Um, I have a question for you guys. Uh, did you, by chance, run into any special vampires while running around the Northwatch keep? Not I. I found and I don't know why I did this. I'm a complete idiot. But uh, when I was over there, I just happened to see the Volcahar castle off in the distance so I swam over there and just sort of to, to open it up and take a look around a little bit I didn't go into the castle or anything I didn't even really fight anyone but it just it opened it up on my map so that it was a discovered location and then I swam immediately back over to North Watch Keep and then was attacked by Volcahar vampire clans like almost immediately and those MFers are everywhere now every place I go into I'm getting attacked by Volcahar vampires uh. and just Just because I discovered and opened up the location. I hadn't seen one in the game before, and now that I have discovered it, I can't get rid of them. What What was that? They got your scent. Yeah. Yeah, man, they are hot (laughs) on my ass, too.
2: Had you started Dawnguard yet?
0: No, I have not started Dawnguard or anything. Yeah. Um, what, What do you do to start Dawnguard? Just go to the fort? Or yeah. the Castle Volcahar, one of the two?
2: No, I think you just meet meet up with one of the recruiters, right? That's That'll start it. Or even even a guard can start it if they tell you that's... Oh, no, no, no that doesn't start the quest or the, the, the DLC. I
0: hear they're starting a Dawnguard.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, don't I don't
0: know. Yeah, I've definitely heard that a bunch. But I haven't gone to Fort Dawnguard, and I just barely stepped on the shores of the Castle Volcahar, and those, those guys are just everywhere now. So if you don't want to be bogged down, by vampire attacks, just avoid. You know, try to try to avoid the temptation and don't go over there. It's because <laughs> they're they're like super powered, like vampires. You know, at this point, I can handle them pretty well, even like master level vampires. But as soon as one labeled Volkhar vampire pops up, like those guys are so effing strong. They're yeah, they got they're to, or something, don't they? Oh man, they're awful. <laughs> and there was. I don't remember exactly where it was, but there was this one part where there's a ramp, a narrow ramp going up. There's a chamber that leads to a a hallway going up a ramp. And there were just three of the vampires there sitting up top of the ramp. And now it's a narrow path. So you can't just like, you know, hop over people and charge up, but the, they had the high ground. They're just sitting there blasting you with whatever destruction magic they have, and you can't get up the ramp, and there's nothing you can do. I mean, I even tried, like, slow time, shout, and then tried to get up there before, and then they would still just f and one-shot me every time. <laughs> oh, geez, this it's just the worst, those Volkhar vampires. Colin, do you have any fun over there in Northwatch Keep? Um yeah, was it my uh,
1: quest started off uh, slightly differently. I was um in the Greymane house uh, robbing the bastards blind when Holville came out of nowhere and walked right <laughs> off the place. <laughs> hey, what are you doing in here? <laughs> um, yeah. hey isn't your brother missing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Nothing initiated yeah, the quest Yes, yeah, so and I didn't talk to because um, uh, I was standing Very with enough. yeah, I was standing with the Battleborns laughing at her that our son was dead. <laughs> uh, and then uh we went uh i went inside at their house and i was robbing and blind and then ovalstein came out of nowhere and uh said there, hey what are you doing in here and he goes oh and then he sat talking to him about his missing brother and he go yeah yeah sure we'll help you out <laughs> 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 he run off. uh and then uh about 30 levels go back go past and i'm sitting there in my house in solitude and listening to um Cicero bemoaned not being invited to be the uh, the king's jester, even though he's dead. <laughs> and, um, he um, was I was thinking, what should we do? What should we do? And he goes, oh well, we ain't gonna rescue that cloak um from the bloody Thalmor. But then we look around, there's nothing else to do. And then I get the bright idea: let's go to Northwatch Keep and rescue this guy from all the Thalmor. Kill all the Thalmor. Get him outside and then kill him because uh, that'll be fun yes <laughs> so that's what we did so we went <laughs> to north watch keep we stormed the gates and uh, i was using uh, as again i had the sword in the right hand and i had all the spells in the left and i had um was it uh, f- uh, a, clo- uh a cloak of flames i had weakness to fire i had um so were kept on turn, uh, turning invisible so they <laughs> they couldn't find me. I had uh summon flame atronach, and then I had also the um, art there was a the spell that sort of like imbues my sword with fire, so I was running around killing all those i didn't pick up a single piece of armor or hmm. I, I think I picked up a dagger off a table just because <laughs> I was quite uh to catch up with us um ran into. They, they keep rescued him. The the only one who kind of gave us trouble was, um, they're all congregated right at the very end where you have the interrogator yeah. and you have a few guards and there's mm. about I think there's about four guards and the interrogator. He was summoning up a, star, a storm stormtrooper, blasting away with thunderbolts. Stack so kept on sort of like knocking me off balance. I had to pull back <laughs> and let C- Cicero do some of the work and like heal up and then go back in again. But uh, I got through the whole. Basically, stormed the place. Like you know, just run in, no sneaking or anything like that. Just started hacking away, and that was a lot of fun. Go outside, and he says, "Oh, that poem that he says." And all right, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, sure. And then he runs off. Oh, goodbye, goodbye. And then I blasted him with a dual-wielded uh, flaming skulls. <laughs> right, let's off go to back join to my <laughs> Yeah. And then we go back and go right. Let's go home and tell his mother. Tell his mother he's dead. We killed him. Uh, it doesn't give you the option. No.
0: Well, well uh, I was trying to sort of find a way that I could explain it in my story why an imperial soldier, or now a legate in my position, <laughs> would have any interest in going into my own party's camp. Release an enemy and kill my own brethren in arms. Like why? Why would I do this? I just I couldn't figure out why I was doing this. So I, I actually played it a couple different times. The first time I went in uh, to the the gray main home there in White Run and just immediately started attacking uh, Ovalstein. Ovalstein. Ovalteen. What's his name? Oval. Ovalteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I started attacking him and immediately. Uh, eventually took a knee but he must be he's essential uh, essential so i couldn't couldn't kill him but it did let me fail the mission immediately so that was nice uh so then i reloaded again and went back and then sort of cooperated with him then i went into the you know did the whole thing where you go in and rescue him and bring him out Thorold, that is and uh after i rescued him we're all standing around in the courtyard, and he was doing the thing. Well, you know, tell my mother suffer the winter's cold wind, and you know she will reply for a bear's aloft next summer seeds. But as soon as he said that, I went and tried to kill him too. And then, you know, I saved right before this just so I wouldn't actually fail the mission or whatever. But uh, you know, I just uh, I couldn't really come up with a good reason why I should have been doing the things that I was doing as an Imperial soldier. Uh, so I, I, I killed him, too, at the end there, but then I reloaded and let him go join the Stormcloaks, and I was just thinking in the back of my head, well, I just released him so I could, you know, let him go and get... Maybe, maybe he's deteriorated in skills a little bit, being in trapped in a dungeon for so long, and I felt pity for him, so maybe I'll let him go with the Stormcloaks, train up a little bit, and I'll meet him later on, maybe in, at the doorstep of Winterhold. Wintelm. Yeah. Wintelm, I mean, sorry, I always get this too mixed up. Juan always does that to me, so yeah I, I don't know, I couldn't really find a way to tell the story correctly in my head that this what I was doing was making sense, but uh, so I guess I rescued him to let him live, and we'll just try to kill him later, I guess a sociopathic uh, Dunmar helps your story along. <laughs> uh,
1: she has um Cicero like you know whispering things in her ear going, let's go kill this eat that and then he sort of like you know you're in the middle of sneaking up on some sort of briarheart and then he stops and starts singing and dancing about um, murdering a nelly and stabbing her in the belly or <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. he's very sick <laughs> I mean I really need to uh he's Cicero in my current playthrough is is laying dead at the new um the new dark brotherhood sanctuary up in dawnstar on the table where um, Nazim is sitting eating his breakfast and drinking <laughs> his tea. I, I dragged his naked corpse up on the table for all to see, and it's still sitting there. I thought it would have disappeared by now. Yeah. But every time I go back there, Cicero is still sitting naked on the table. And, and is it Nazim? Is that the guy's name? He's still mm-hmm. sitting there drinking his tea or whatever, acting like there's not a dead guy sitting right on this table.
2: He's still standing out on the road in front of Laureus's farm and mine. So, I oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I haven't done anything with Dark Brotherhood.
0: Well, go get him, make him your follower. Nah, no, I'm not gonna yeah. do
2: Dark Brotherhood on this one.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah so just um, yeah, I I failed the quest. <laughs> Surprisingly <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, that's the, you're more ballsy than I. I for some reason didn't want to see the failed quest there. So when I went back to, uh, what's her name, Fralia? Um, you tell her suffer the winter's cold wind, and she will reply, for it bears aloft next summer's seeds. And then uh, you complete the quest. She gives you two hundred gold. And if uh, what what's her husband's name? Not Aomir.
2: No, Aerland.
0: Aerland. Um the the Smitty up at the Skyforge. If if he is still alive, you get an enchanted weapon from his armory, I believe. That's what I have written down.
2: Yeah, I forget what I got. I don't remember, I don't remember what
0: I got either. Yeah.
2: No. It went it went quickly. It. Really?
0: Oh, you yeah. failed. You yeah. <laughs> he killed her son, remember? He, it was funny. <laughs> Human lives he kill as
1: well so.
2: did, when you killed Tor- Toro did were you able to kill Owlstein too or is he still essential after the quest is complete I didn't invite him along. oh okay oh you went by yourself okay all right yeah, yeah that's right I forgot there's that option isn't there you say you'll take care of it yourself
1: yeah yeah I mean you can go in there as a an illusion specialist and you can go in there and charm everybody and get him out without killing any of the any of the what should we call it? Yeah, the, Andrew, you could have uh, done it that way.
2: That d- sorry, been. what was that? Sorry. I was looking at my notes. What was that? Uh, you could have gone in and calmed
0: and pacified everybody.
1: And, 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 Your uh, yeah. amazing skill in illusion magic.
0: Yeah, I don't think I have one spell of illusion magic <laughs> under my belt yet. I think I've got some spell tomes laying at home that I haven't you know, activated yet. You uh, could have paralyzed is. everybody. Oh, yeah. I have that. Uh, the master level alteration paralysis, mass paralysis spell. That's really fun. I like using it. I don't use it too often, but it's it really knocks the shit out of everybody. It's great. Uh, when you um,
1: what's uh, one of the best times I ever used the uh, like the normal paralyze one, but the mass one will work as well is when you're doing a dawn guard and you're going after all those farmer that are on the ice really high up mm-hmm. and you just hit them with paralyze and then to fall to the floor and then slide off and <laughs> hit off the edge of the cliff. <laughs> Yeah, well, I,
2: I had a, a scroll of mass paralysis, and during one of my many deaths, trying to trying to storm Northwatch Keep, um, I I used that, and it paralyzed all the Thalmor, all my companions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing there in the middle of just a bunch of paralyzed bodies. Well, that didn't work very well. I just sort of wandered off didn't... until it wore off and got killed again. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> uh, oh well, that's good Fail. stuff. Good uh, stuff. Yep. Hmm. All right. Anything else for missing in action, gentlemen? Nope, I'm all done. Uh, my only word of advice would be: do not swim across the sound to <laughs> open up the Volkhar vampires. That was a mistake on my part. Don't do that. Hmm. Uh, did you guys rescue the other prisoners,
1: or did you just like walk yes. past them and laugh?
2: No, I did. Uh, <laughs> of course, I would have. You know, as a loyal Stormcloak, I'd have to rescue all of them.
0: Uh, yeah, they were very grateful as well, weren't they? Somewhat.
1: <laughs> they all ran
0: off. <laughs> they didn't help. No, <laughs> bastards. Uh, there's,
2: well, there's one Kajit that did something, but I'm I'm afraid I can't remember what he did. He made some nasty comment. Not a Khajiit. Uh, yeah, yeah, something snarky. Anyway, sorry.
0: I, I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> No. Well, we'll go ahead and launch into our next quest. Then we'll go to Kine's Trials. So, uh, Colin, would you like to say your piece on Kine's Trials? Um.
1: um let's see. Kine's Trials is, um, well, according to um Michael, you um run all over the Rift <laughs> for. Ages and ages, uh, completely lost and can't find Froky Shack. <laughs> Screaming at, why can't I find Froki Shack? Uh, and then um, kill a giant, but don't go in and talk to the uh, uh, was it? The people in the what, what do we call it? The and then you go in and then you help out Ilya, kill her mother, and then you run off and you kill a few bears, and then you finally find Froky Shack. <laughs> and, uh, you go in and talk to Froki, and he says, um, "All these people with their divines, you young city slicker, you haven't got a clue what you're talking about. You don't know. Um, so, sort of like you know, like a good Nord warrior, you should be. Not like these foreigners. Do the proper trials of kind and show that you're a proper warrior. I'll anoint you with the the, the sigil of the Skiva, the Monkey and badger <laughs> and the goat, like yeah. Studgeon and um, goat. if you um, go off and uh, kill these um, the spirits uh, in the way that was supposed to be like a proper hunter would, uh, at the end of it, you'll we'll give you the the blessing of kind, to show that you're you know respect animals and blah 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 blah. Um, so then you're on a sort of like a travelling trip of going all over the all over Skyrim, travelling from place to place to. Um, kill the spirit of uh, all these animals, all these animals in spirit form. Um, but they were it was the same in Michael's playthrough as it was in mine. It took like two shots and they were dead. Um, they weren't particularly difficult. Um, so you get the first three, which was a sciever, a wolf, and what was the other one? Mudcrab.
0: Mudcrab. Mud crab.
1: That was it. And uh, then you have to go back to Froaky and I've kill the three. And he goes, Right. And you give him a bit, like, you know, what? The that's like, you know, too easy. And he blah, blah. He goes, Well, here you go. you got to fight the Sabre Cat, and the bear, who's got a special name. All the rest of them are Sabre Cat Spirit, blah, blah, blah. But the bear's got a special name, doesn't he? Ursine or something like that? Yeah,
2: the Guardian of Ursine or something. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Isn't that Latin for bear?
2: Yeah. Ursus is, yeah. is Latin for bear. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he, he appears in a big ring of um white caps. Uh, oh yeah. 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 Like
0: a, a fairy ring, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and he's um was it there? I think right behind him there's a, a shrine to Akatosh. That you can get there. yes. There's a, a skill book there as well, I can't remember what it was.
2: It's over near the uh the that um Place that's part of the the the, the final Qu- thieves guild quest. There isn't it? It's, oh it's yeah, near Knife uh, uh, Point
1: Ridge. That's where that's where the bear is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so then you then he, he sent you off to go and fight the the bear, the saber cat, and no I forgot the third one again.
0: Mammoth, maybe. Mammoth. That's mammoth, it. Yeah. Uh, and the, you uh, find that mammoth in a pretty cool spot. I thought that was really neat. A, Part just, of the
1: place from uh, the Lion King?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly Tried rock.
0: It's uh basically an elephant graveyard. It was really
2: Yeah, it's a pretty it's cool a place. That's right next yard. to Heliarkin, far or where, where the house goes. It's right there. Yeah,
0: yeah it's uh, west of the Lorius farm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. funny. Okay, so, you, so you you fight all those and even the mammoth wasn't very tough. Um and then, um, then you go back, and then he says, well, "Right now, you need to go off and face the um, troll champion." And um, once you face him, then uh, you will have Kain's favor. So you um, teleport to the ritual stone, and uh, you jump down, and there's the—got um, the name of it now—the cave, whatever the cave is. It's a troll cave, just opposite White Run. Grey Winter Watch. Watch. Grey Winter Watch, that's it. Just underneath the ritual stone. And you go in there and there's a couple of normal trolls and then this and the spirit of the, the troll champion is just above you with all these skulls all on the end of the precipice. Looks very cool. Mm-hmm. Um So you go in there, you go kill the troll. And um I had actually been in there before. Um so I had picked it up earlier, but right at the very back you find um Froki's bow. Inside oh. uh, Great Winter Watch, it's got a little stamina enchantment on it. I think it's an, one of those uh, long bows, the mm-hmm. really cheap wooden ones, the ones that you get v- at the very start of the game. Huh. Yeah, that's ten points of stamina damage. That's it. Um, but yeah, I went in there earlier, killed some trolls, found it, and then had it. Uh, good, but it's not like a quest item, so mm-hmm. it doesn't doesn't permanently stay in your uh, inventory like Draven's bow. Hmm. Uh, you can you can sort of like you know uh take it out and throw it in a chest and like that i had it on the horse and um yeah so that just i think it adds to the story of like you know because if i hadn't been in there before i would have killed the trolls had to look around and i would have found froki's bow there proving that maybe he'd been he'd done kind trials years ago and so, you know, he'd gone around and he'd done the same thing that you just done.
0: Yeah, I was about to ask if that, since his bow is there, it means he must have been there before, unless a troll brought it in with them for some reason. But <laughs> all these ghost animals are just the animals that Froki has gone and killed himself already.
1: They're oh, the... I never thought of that. Yeah, because that mud crab's dead, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, um, so Froki's bow. Um, he, you try to give it back to him or something, right? Doesn't, isn't there a speech option where you can, hey, I found yeah. this. Would you like your bow back? And he, he doesn't take it. He'll, he makes you. Well, he it. says, yeah, you, you can,
1: you can keep that. And I go, it's a bow, and I threw it on the floor.
0: <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never. Even found give, it. give it to that little boy sitting in the cabin with him. Is that his nephew or something? Who is that little kid? There's a little kid it's with his grandson, years. his grandson, his okay. grandson man. from
2: yeah, uh, actually. Um, and in the Helgen Reborn quest, there isn't the uh, – uh, what's his name? The guy who wrote it added in um, some uh, story options for re – I forget how it works, but I think you can – Froki and uh, – was his name? Hamar or something like that you can either move back to Helgen or – There's there's a story option that that's added into that which is pretty cool, but I'm not using I'm not doing Helgen reborn on this one, so I didn't. uh,
0: Is part of the Helgen reborn uh, quest line actually rebuilding Helgen, like sort of repairing repairing the city?
2: Yeah, it's a really great side quest. It's a really well done uh, quest. um, Collins done it. I, I,
0: what do they make you go out and and mine quarried stone and clay? Oh, no, 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 okay. like that. Yeah, <laughs> no,
2: No, it's more. It's 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 a. Uh, it's an This is a great
0: quest, quest. Pick, <laughs> pick. Pick, yeah, right? <laughs> Pick. Oh, this is fun, guys. I've, <laughs> I found some clay. Pick, pick, pick.
2: No, no, it's it's a good. It's a really good quest.
1: Uh, but anyway, it turns it into a, a real big town. It's. Bigger than all the, it's like a, the little towns, but bigger than the little towns because you have the keep in the centre, and then it'll start to s- slowly spread out to houses outside the keep. So it'll re- oh, nice. you'll have uh, by the end of it, you'll have uh, an alchemist shop, a blacksmith, um, was it um, an inn? Uh, yep. You have your own tower, you know the tower that you're in front of that um, Alduin lands on. Uh huh. Yeah, that that's rebuilt. And yeah. It becomes a player homage, and a really nice one. It's really well oh, done That's too. cool.
0: Yeah. I'd like to have a tower. I, nice. I,
1: I was going to start going into, like, you know what, I guess but I was thinking, what if somebody hasn't played through it, and I don't want to give any spoilers. So Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I, I think oh, our whole podcast know? is a spoiler show. Yeah, basically so spoilers. I, I don't think you can worry about spoiling people. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we are just going through each quest, telling what happened. So, I mean, <laughs> spoiler alert, guys! I, I should have said
2: at the <laughs> top of the show. Gosh, did, we didn't start saying that at the very beginning, Was <laughs> yeah, a year man. and a half ago or whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um. By the way, our next episode, episode six of this season, will put us in within three days of our year anniversary of starting this podcast. Yay! We'll have to celebrate. Yeah, we'll, we'll tip one back. Grab one yeah, open. So- yeah, sounds good. Uh, so, how'd you guys find Kine's trials? Any other interesting things happen in your questing well, around to slaughter those poor animals?
2: Okay. Well, I got. I I decided since Faldir is is a a, a good Nord, an older Nord, and uh, in fact a follower of Kine, um, that I would do a little more role playing with this one. So, uh, what I did was I I did take the. Uh, since I had found the the bound bow, um, Faldir went back to Honeyside and left all his stuff, everything, including his clothes, <laughs> uh, took his bound bow and smithed a dwarven dagger with a flame enchantment on it, and that's it, and went out to do Kind's Trials.
0: And a loincloth um, with a dagger.
2: And, and a <laughs> loincloth with his dagger and, and bound bow, which is really cool. I I, I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, and oh, that, that is a good idea. So I went uh, and um, – so the, the idea was in the process I would hunt uh, and uh, uh, gather materials to make uh, – whatever i need to, needed to protect myself for the further trials so i hunted elk and deer and so on and gathered furs and went and found some iron and mines and and so on and so forth and eventually smithed up uh some hunter armor um i had to kill a couple of bandits and i Stole some stuff off their bodies, scavenged around, it sort of played it as if I was just starting the game completely, um, mm-hmm. and that's the way I went through Kain's trials. So eventually, at the end, I had enough protection to, you know, to kill the trolls uh, and so on and so forth, and get and get the measly uh token of kind <laughs> or whatever it is that gives you ten percent better. What is
0: that? I was, was going to say it's like three percent, isn't it? It's nothing. animal damage, yeah. or so it's it's yeah. pretty pretty useless. It's kind of pathetic, but but it was you, it was fun.
1: Yeah, you think um, your one was bad. Mine was. It, you take twenty five percent less because the the magic mod changes it. You um, take twenty five percent less damage from animals, and you do twenty five percent more damage. With bows, <laughs> yeah. I threw that thing on the floor and then picked That's it up right. with the grab button and threw it at Froki's head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what ah, this is what God. I think of
0: your little token. You and your
1: token. Yeah, I was it. Um, he's really upped the you know the amulet to get the amulet of Mara, the uh, amulet of Akatosh. He's really upped the powers of those. Mm-hmm. And the actual uh, amulet of Kinnereth, or a uh, Kinnereth, yeah, the normal one, uh, makes, uh, has basically a permanent enchantment like the, um, oh, you know, the voice of the sky, where animals won't attack you, mm-hmm. unless you attack them first, it has that on the amulet, so while I'm wearing that, wolves, bears, anything like that won't attack me.
2: See, that's what it really should be. If you, if you complete kinds trials, you should get some sort of, I mean, 10% is ridiculous. So, just, <laughs> yeah. You know, so but, uh,
1: yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, and that's what's on mine. And I love that because you just, I am, um, you know, you run past on the horse and the wolves are, are doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're chasing after a, um, was it a rabbit trying to kill a rabbit? Or they're chasing after an elk, trying to kill the elk. They're not coming after a heavily armored human yeah. on top of a horse trying to kill that. Yeah. They're going after the rabbit and the elk. So yeah. That's why I, love.
2: I use a mod, or I, I did for a long time, although it's, it's turned out I think it was causing some issues. But there's a really great mod called One With Nature, which which allows you to set the... Um, individually set all of the uh, uh what do you, the AI for every animal creature in Skyrim. So you can set them to defensive or friendly or allied or you know vanilla or what. And I've I've used that mod in a lot of playthroughs, um, to keep the wolves from because it's ridiculous. I mean, they you know wolves aren't don't act that way,
1: especially uh, if they're on their own, one or two. They're not going to attack a heavily armored. Uh, no, well, they ne- I mean, not. Yeah. until a horse. I mean, six or seven of them, they'll go for him.
2: Well, wolves never attack people. There's there there in in reality, wolves don't attack people. Period, ever. Which is interesting, but but uh, you know, at, at least in in Skyrim, it, yeah, it should be a little more ridiculous instead of just running around uh, attacking everything that moves. Uh, so.
0: <laughs> well, uh, as I was preparing my notes here for Kai's trials, I um, and I have actually never used this uh, shout or power, but my wood elf. Um, power that comes with each race. You know, each race gets a power that you start off with the game. Yeah, you got the super Duba one, didn't you? Yeah, it's called animal allegiance. I believe it's. I think that's what it's called, it's animal allegiance, where you know you can do that power, and then animals won't attack you. And I didn't even think about using this because I've never actually. I don't think I've ever activated that. I, I just. I guess I don't have a problem fighting animals so much. But uh, they were saying that if you go up to all of the the guardian mud crab or guardian bear, when any of these ghostly. Uh, visions of themselves you can use that animal allegiance and they'll just sit there and stare at you and you can just pound them to death and they won't attack you at all they won't retaliate even after you hit them once they won't like all of a sudden turn angry and start attacking you you can just do that uh, animal allegiance shout and they will just sit there and let you beat them to death that's not very sporting. <laughs> that's that is that eliminates the purpose of hunting. That's like going to those yeah. those deer huntings where they trap the deer inside of a pen and have those deer feeders right. on yeah. the tree, <laughs> and just people can like sit on in a in a, a cabin on uh, like on the porch with uh, next to a heater and just like take their gun and, ex- and shoot a deer a tame deer that is trained to go to a feeder. You know, it's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good oh. job. That's why fall deer got naked and took a. And, and, uh, Become yeah. one with nature, yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's, yeah.
1: Scared his neighbors. That scared, scared his <laughs> neighbors. <yeah.
0: laughs> that bloody Nord's running
1: naked <laughs> across the field again. Doris, <laughs> call the police.
0: Well,
2: <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: oh, so uh, any, any other kinds, trials, adventures, gentlemen?
2: I don't think so. Um, all right, in... then
0: we'll go ahead and launch. And sorry, go ahead. Oh, was it uh, just? Um, uh, yeah,
1: sorry. Um, you know the kids. If they see you um, trying to um, use a spell, they'll ask you to turn them invisible. Have you had that? Before? You mean like children in your in your house? Yeah. Uh, well, if you no, like if you're, you're not... in the, if you're in front of the kids in solitude, if you start doing it like you know working a spell they'll stop you and say oh well can you if you know magic can you turn me invisible and then you can talk to them and go yeah yeah well there you go you're invisible hi it's like you know it's great <laughs> ah, yeah. you're a skiver and he starts running her off going nuts and all that well <laughs> i i when i was inside the cabin i was doing a spell and the kid comes up to me and he goes oh wow you could do magic can you turn me invisible and I was like, yes, I can, because I have the Fade Other spell. <laughs> and I blasted all the Fade Other and turn him invisible. Um, nice. But um, I think that Fade Other spell must have been originally a part of Skyrim, because when I was... Um, had Gorbash as my follower if I had hit him with it he actually had a speech of come back and he goes um, orcs walk into battle they don't sneak around and blah 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 <laughs> every every time I hit him with the spell it came back him saying this line of because I kept on making him invisible he didn't like it because hmm. he wanted so I think it was originally so they supposed to scripted be it, but eliminated
0: it for some reason
1: yeah took it out took it out um for
0: some is it uh, Does it behave similarly to like the, the shout become ethereal would, would do? Or do they actually disappear?
1: No, they actually disappear like a normal okay. invisibility okay. spell. Have you,
2: have you used interesting NPCs, Colin? I have, but I don't have it on this no. playthrough. Because if you use it, I, I use it a lot, and, and it's, it's so huge that it's just like, you know, it's constantly finding new stuff. But one of the things that, that the the author of that mod did which is really amazing is he 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 was able to integrate his npcs and their voice acted conversations with the vanilla games conversations and so there's times when if you especially if you're used to the game and you've played it a lot vanilla where all of a sudden these extra npcs are interacting with the vanilla NPCs in new conversations, which he's put together out of, you know, They're snippets lines. Yeah. It's really cool. cool. It's r- really, really well done. It's, and I, and I can, it's it really sort of draws you right into the game. It's really cool.
0: That's
1: awesome. Yeah, there's um, uh, a great one um, in what's his name? The guy who's running the bar with um, Delphine in Riverwood. Oh yeah, um, poor guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh there's a great one. There's a, an interesting NPC that goes in there and she has uh conversations with him that are really quite good, quite funny and very entertaining. Yeah, and she's yeah. a part of a much bigger quest as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. Very cool. Uh let's see. So we'll bring Kine's trials to a close. Thank you, Kine, for your very valuable Amulet, very useful. For that. <laughs> okay. And we'll go into our last quest for the evening. Uh, this is sort of a, a longer, sort of drawn-out. Took me a couple different playthroughs, at least, to get through it. I, I didn't sit down and do it all in one go. Uh, but here we'll go into Lost to the Ages. And um, since I was starting out with archery, um, on, it was one of my assigned quests whatever, Um, one of my assigned schools there to start off the game, Um, I was doing a little bit of research before I started um, trying to find out what bows are most useful early on in the game. So I came across one that would be kept in Arkingtham's, which is a dwarven ruin, sort of off in the direction of Markarth, but uh, sort of southeast of the Dushnik Yal and the Markarth area, that uh, that orc stronghold uh, not far from Markarth. Uh, but you go to Arcanthams, and that's where I uh, was tipped off that the Bow Zephyr would be. And so I went there pretty much when I first started this character. And the UESP recommended that you be a level 16 before going into Arcanthams. And I was maybe level... Four or five by the time I got there, um, but it still wasn't much of a, of a trouble. Uh, when you approach the outside of the dwarven ruin, um, it becomes very unwelcoming with uh, loud sounds and earthquakes and all sorts of bad stuff going on. But when you enter in the uh, the the ruin, there the first few steps you go in, you'll hear a a ghostly a woman's voice say, "Go back before it's too late," or something along those lines. You you don't want to get trapped here. This is bad news. Turn around, and if you have a follower, uh, mine always says stuff like, "Uh oh, here we go," or you know, well, "Better tighten up those bootstraps because this thing shit's about to go down." <laughs> so uh, when you walk in there, and you refuse to obey the voice, and you just keep going in, uh, you'll find. Uh, the ghost of Katria, or Katria, I guess it's pronounced, Katria. Katria um, was a, an adventurer who uh, you find out by reading her journal here in just a second, who was trying to find um, some old Dwemer artifacts called Ethereum shards to try to locate the Ethereum forge. And she will uh, sort of help you along the way. This uh, long quest of Lost to the Ages It starts off in Thames, but it'll take you to four other locations all scattered across the whole world of Skyrim. Um, but when you first go in, there's more shaking, uh, more earthquakes, more ominous warnings to stay out. It's danger ahead. Uh, but you find Katria's body, and she's all sort of crumpled up on this little platform out in the middle of this open sort of area. Um, and... I, of course, did the gross, perverted thing and took all of her clothes and everything while the, her ghost is standing right beside me. And she just stands there and shakes her head and says, can't you at least leave me with a little bit of respect and not leave me here, like, naked? So she slaps me on the wrist a little bit there, but I still take all the stuff off of her, mm-hmm. uh, including her journal, which is the most helpful thing out of this whole bunch. Uh, but anyway, uh, it starts off in Arkham Fams and... Um, there's sort of a, a dwarven ruin that you you know uh, swish and swallow and go all this the way and that up through these ruins as you're you're going up different levels you'll come across a few falmer um, there's dwarven automatons of different kinds I think maybe a couple spiders maybe a sphere or two uh, this was a long time ago in my playthrough so I'm a little little fuzzy with this this portion but I do remember coming across falmer and um, trying to start off with my uh, archery, getting it going, trying to hide as best I can to get them from as far away as distance as possible. Because at a lower level like that, the Falmer can be pretty tough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but once you find your way all the way up to the, the summit of Arcing Thames, out on a, a log that is setting out over this huge canyon, this, like, chasm that has been created by all the earthquakes. Um, I forgot to mention that uh, Catria died when uh, she was up top and an earthquake uh, took the ground out from beneath her feet, and she fell a great distance and, and landed where she did, and that, that's what caused her ultimate demise. But up at the top on the log that is reaching out over the chasm is her old bow, Zephyr. And Zephyr was my main goal for the first time I, I started up the game. So I grabbed that bow and jumped up and clicked my heels and rejoiced. Um, what What is the enchantment on Zephyr? Do you recall, Colin? um the bow fires 30% faster but yes. somebody was
1: saying something that it doesn't it doesn't fire more arrows it the arrows move faster towards the target not that you actually fire more arrows within a certain amount of time really oh, yeah. how does I that I wondered work. about that yeah interesting Somebody was saying that uh, well because uh, I've always
2: noticed that because I've, I've tried it I've used it before and I always wondered this just really doesn't feel that much
0: faster than than any other bow. but how uh, would arrows traveling and hitting their target faster not be faster? I mean that, that still would make it go fast it doesn't maybe it doesn't fire faster but the whole process of, of loosing an arrow.
2: Is no, faster, right?
0: Once,
2: no. No. Theoretically, once you've loosed an arrow, you can you can draw another. Well, again, I, I I've kind of forgotten how it works in in the vanilla game because in the most of the playthroughs I'm I'm using, I have there, there's a distinction between a short bow and a long bow, and a short bows draw and load faster than long bows. Uh, so I don't. Released. So it's just a.
0: This is just grading how fast the arrow travels through the air, not an actual. Once,
2: once released, so, yeah. So
0: it shouldn't. It shouldn't say bows fire. It says something like bows fire thirty percent faster. It shouldn't say that. It should say arrows travel thirty yeah. percent well, no, faster in they, the air. Actually, that's
1: that's what I'm saying. There's an argument, like you know, well, an argument. I say that. You know, there's some debate on what it's doing because yeah. as, as Victor is saying when I've ever used it. I don't see that it's drawing any faster. That I'm pulling the arrow, and like you know, in within a minute's time, I fire four arrows instead of what a normal bow would fire three arrows. I haven't noticed that. And thirty percent is a
0: fair chunk of change, so you would yeah, you, you that would be a noticeable difference, yeah
2: well here's the here's what the u a s p says uh, the bow rests blah, blah blah although its enchantment does not really do anything, this bow has a <laughs> this bow has a much higher speed compared to a regular Dwarven bow as the enchantment description claims its extremely fast draw speed makes it one of the quickest bows available alongside bows such as Ariel's bow and froki's bow uh Zephyr can be further improved, so you can actually you can actually Fifth smith it up, it up. yeah. Um, according to that, anyway,
0: and it's of dwarven make, right. I assume, correct? It's a
2: dwarven bow, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'd never noticed that, that it actually drew faster. Maybe again, that's I don't know. Um, but that's yeah, just... Maybe
1: it's got the uh, Andrew's decimal point in the wrong place, and it's like you know, 3% <laughs> yeah. Yeah, three percent right. faster, yeah,
0: something unnoticeable, you know? yeah. Um, so yeah, if, uh, once you claim Zephyr at the summit, um. You is this when you then the that's tonal, you, tonal lock or is
2: that yeah one? that's for the, the tonal lock is the next
0: okay yeah this yeah. this is the next portion go down the hallway to the the tonal lock and using Katria's um, journal you will be able to find out part of the puzzle the puzzle is that there are these uh, what are those things. Call
2: the resonators.
0: Resonators. resonators. Yeah. There are these spinny doohickeys called resonators that, if you hit them with a weapon or a spell, they will spin and unlock. Uh, they train you in this earlier in the in the dungeon of Arkngthams. There's a couple of doors I think that you have to open by hitting these these resonator things. Um, so when you get to the tonal lock part, there is a a puzzle where there are five different um, resonators that you have to hit. In a specific pattern, and if you do not hit them in the correct pattern, they release different enemies. Uh, I think some of the enemies are probably spiders, the other spheres. I think there might be even a um, – uh, what are the big guys called? Not guardians. Centurions. Centurions, yeah. yeah. There might be a centurion in there as well. Actually, I think you see him like sleeping. If you don't wake him up, but if you get it in the correct order, you just he'll he won't wake up at all, and none of the enemies will come out, so you actually get I think maybe two bits of information, two clues from Katria's journal, but um also she will tip you off that oh look there's a there's a poor little adventurer dead over there. Maybe we should look at his corpse and see if he has any clues, but he has a scrap of paper on him as well that will let you know. One of the points, I believe, that Catria already told you, and then another one. So now you know three out of the five uh, different resonators in which order you have to hit them. And then um, I think, I guess just by trial, you have to figure out the last two. Uh, But in the tonal lock of – spoiler alert and our spoiler cast here uh, (laughs) – the bottom left is one, the bottom right is two, the top left is three – top right is four and bottom middle is five. That's the order you want to do the tonal lock in. If you'd like to avoid fighting all the things. Uh, but once you go back behind the tonal lock, the gate opens up for you. And then you find a mysterious piece of equipment uh, that the Dwemer used called an Ethereum shard. And Catcher goes into uh, some explanation about where the Ethereum comes from, what it is, what it means... Um, and I, as I was reading up for the notes here, um, some people actually uh, think that the Ethereum is part of the reason that the the Dwemer society, uh, the the five, the four or five major cities that the Dwemer have, maybe the Ethereum got too strong or their dependence upon it or something got too strong and that caused the collapse of the, the Dwemer society. No, I mean, this is all a mystery in the game held, held in clouded mysteries and everything. So we don't really know, but Ethereum definitely has something to do with why these people disappeared from the face of the earth. Uh, But then you get this Ethereum shard and Catria informs you, Oh, this is just one piece of it. You need to find, is it three or four? I think just three more pieces of this to form one complete circle. So you want to go find these other parts, and they're all across the uh, the landscape of Skyrim, like I said. Uh, but in Katria's journal, she's got five locations uh, circled on her map. She's got a, a hand-scrawled map in her book. And you will find the different locations... Uh, the first uh, closest being Deep Folk Crossing, which is on the west side of the map, just north of the Bathardam's uh, Dwarven Ruin, the Dwimmer Ruin. Uh, Deep Folk Crossing, um, as far as I know, doesn't have an interior section to it at all. It's just an exterior portion. You go over this bridge, and uh, you find a little uh, sort of outdoor shrine, and it's got one of those... Uh, like convector ovens or something that uh this Gain maybe sends you on a quest for the yeah. mages college, I believe right yeah exactly, yeah
2: there's yeah. one of those at every site there's a convector at each one of the ethereum sites I
0: think yeah so yeah. but I think this is the only one that you don't actually have to go inside anywhere. This is just kind of everything sitting outside for you there, and they'll leave you a nice dwarven uh maybe piece of armor I think i got a I picked up a helmet and maybe a dagger or something sitting there too. Uh, but that's the first location is Deep Folk Crossing on the west side of the map there. Uh, the next one I found was at Raldbathar, Raalbith- <laughs> however that is pronounced, Raldbathar, southwest of Windhelm. Um, and it's a larger dungeon, and it's in the, the very last chamber. There's an Ethereum forge, not Ethereum forge, an Ethereum shard piece there. Uh, the next is at Mzulft. Um but it's not actually in the Dwarven Ruin of Mazulft because that that is a bigger ruin that you have to go through, I believe also as part of the um, Mage's College, if I'm not mistaken.
2: And yeah, mazulf also has an entrance to Blackreach, doesn't it?
0: I believe so. Um, but not actually in Mazulf, but sort of uh, just down the steps of a few yards, uh, you'll find something labeled as the Dwarven Storeroom, I believe it's called and uh, just outside of Mazulft and you go in there, and I think there's like maybe a little door puzzle that you have to figure out, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if you can just pick the locks or whatever, but there's an That's Ethereum just... shard in there in the Dwarven storeroom. It's just lockpicks. Just lockpicks, okay. Yeah. Um, and that is the the fourth piece that I picked up. So then you have all four pieces, and at that point, Catria uh, will inform you that now it's time to go... Uh, find the actual forge. So you find the last spot that she marked off on her map. And it is uh, near Bethalft. God, I hate these Dwimmer words. <laughs> <laughs> Bethalft, uh, which is southeast of Iverstead, um, which actually might not be too far from Froakie's shack, right? It's just below Frokies shack, yeah. Yeah, so we were, we were just there with Shack, and then uh, go back and find the Forge right underneath Froakie's Shack. Uh, So, southeast of Iverstead, and you go, and you find this, uh, I think it looks kind of like an arrow, um, circled in sort of like a gyroscope type looking thing. And she says, oh, um, this is an interesting piece. Let's see what happens when we put the Ethereum shards in here. And and then, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but... um, I got a little warning when I put all the Ethereum shards in. It said, step back away
1: from
0: the... Yeah. I scrolled across the top of the screen. You know, when you pick something up, it says, you know, gold added or whatever. But it said, step back away or clear the area or something like that. And I got back, of course, but my dog, Vigilance, was still standing on top of it. Have any of you seen what happens when you're standing on top of this thing when you add all the Ethereum shards? It's it's great. No, I haven't. What, it's, it's like when you get smacked with a giant's club and get sent like flying into space. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I was like, holy crap! I haven't saved in forever. Did I just lose vigilance for the whole damn game? <laughs> no. But then, you know, 20 seconds later, I saw him fall directly straight back down <laughs> and landed right beside me. And he just turned and looked at me like nothing happened. It was <laughs> it was awesome. So he got launched into space, and then I was like, oh crap! Now vigilance is gone forever. And, you know, he's a one-time thing. You can't go buy more vigilances, so if he's, yeah. he's dead, you're done. But uh, he landed right beside me and didn't look like he took any damage. He was his normal, happy, barking self. So uh, then you go in and uh, oh, that area shoots up and it sort of spins around and forms like a, this tower, and then you go into the bottom of the tower is where they keep the forge. Uh, what happens when you get into the forge area, Victor? Well, you
2: go down and forge stuff, Andrew.
0: go forge stuff what did yeah, you... forge stuff. Did
2: you have a welcoming committee on your way in? Oh well, yeah, you go in there and and uh, you got go you go down a long ways and Katria comments that it's very deep um, and uh, so deep, very deep. So deep. And then uh, when you get down there, I forget what the uh, the actual sequence do you turn if, yeah first you turn off the steam. Uh, you have to turn, find the valves, and turn the steam off, which she helpfully suggests that you do. Um, and then, I believe, once you've turned the steam off, that's what opens the gates and lets out various spiders and and spheres and things like that, which you have to uh, to defeat. Uh, once you've defeated those, and then the steam starts coming back up again, so you have to run around and turn the steam valves off again. Uh, and then you have to defeat the Forge Master. Uh, who is a giant centurion that breathes bloody fire instead of steam? Uh, as it, yeah. he wasn't as tough as I had, had remembered him being this time. So we we kind of just ganged up on him and mm-hmm. and took him down.
0: Um, That's cool. That, yes. I saw I saw when I was doing my notes that if you don't th- if you don't want to fight him for some reason or whatever, you can just run up one of those shoots off to the side and hide and actually uh Catria or Katria is actually powerful enough to kill him herself so you don't actually have to do anything if you't do oh, really? yeah.
2: <laughs> and I had some fire resistance, so I took potions and
1: uh... he completely owned me really <laughs> he was wow. oh he had um he could summon a potent flame thrall. Ooh. Um, oh, I, got the difficult enemies mod, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get close to him because he radiated fire. With I, if I got in within 10 feet of him, I burst into flame. So he had a flame cloak and a flame thrall. Yeah, but it, there, there was no cloak on him. He just radiated heat because he just came out up over the magma, didn't he? Out of the yeah, lava, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was radiating heat. I got close to him. I burst into flame. I'm playing with a Dunma. She's 50% <laughs> risk is in the fire. Yeah. She's got uh, resist magic up the wazoo, um, like on her boots and on, her, on some other part of her armor. I think on her ring. And... He uh, he could do this. Uh, was a summon a flame entity, <laughs> and that thing would one shot her. It would just it's like a, basically a just giant ball of flames. Wow! And then when she, then he would lay down that giant hammer, and that was like a, an area of effect. da anything that was anywhere close to him just sent her, sent them flying. Apart from katria uh, because she was a ghost. Um, and then I had was it um centurion workers which is basically a or death lord but made to look like a walking Dwemer machine hmm. oh cool and it had like big like um war not warhammers um maces so they had dwarven maces and there were it was basically the the model of a or death lord but they had maces instead of and they were all made it look like a dwarven machine interesting
0: and, Man, that's cool
1: oh. Dear god man I died like four or five times had to go into sneak um used, uh, and obviously he was completely hundred percent fire resistant because if he's doing that much fire damage he's got to be fire resistant yeah um and he's just come out with a magma so <laughs> yeah it's no fire's not gonna do too much so I had to hit him with uh what was it a uh, weakness to shock and then blast him with uh shock bloom from across the other side of the room. But he absolutely owned me. I couldn't get anywhere close to him. Did you have
0: Cicero with you at this point?
1: Yeah, but he stayed upstairs. Miserable little bastard. He was up there <laughs> dancing. <laughs> he stopped and started singing his song and started dancing, so the stairs went back and disappeared all the way back up. That's funny. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. check it It was enjoyable to get beaten that badly that easily. Um, it hasn't happened in quite a long time but he just completely owned me couldn't get anywhere near him I had to do the whole thing from distance
0: that's awesome and here you were thinking oh I'm way too overpowered overpowered too good. Not nothing can character. touch me
1: that's was, great um, immersive creatures just absolutely like you know pwned me <laughs> just, there was no way I could have been him I was like mm-hmm. this is absolutely awesome but i was thinking about going back to arkham Thams, um where 'cause because that came out that uh was it the Los day just came out with dawn guy didn't it yes yeah Yep. were they taking the piss out of all the other dwarven ruins because this one you start at the bottom and you work your way up all the other dwarven ruins they all go down <laughs> But That's true. Then you go uh, in, then you go up. Huh? I think That's we're t- kind of taking the piss. The past.
0: Never thought about that.
2: <laughs> did, That's funny. Do, on your way through Arkham did you, did, do you sneak around and open that one door that she comments on? You know, you get to that one ledge there. She says, oh, there's a chest in there, but I can't figure out how to get in there.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to. Well, I didn't yeah. do it this time. I've done yeah. it before. But when you yeah. travel down, and then you find the bloody thing, and yeah, you go back in and there's... I think there's like two quid in that chest or something. Yeah, it's nothing. But it's
2: nothing. Nothing great. Not yeah. worth your time. Not really. No. no. Uh, but I enjoy the quest. That's the one that got completely bugged on me with Slides. I couldn't. I couldn't Ooh. do it. Uh, so.
0: So uh, what's your reward then, Victor? What did you? What What happens after you've dealt with the Forge Master? What's your reward? How? What direction did you take this? Well, you forge stuff, Andrew. I, that's that's your reward. Uh, just forge and willy <laughs> Yeah, dealt.
2: stuff. Uh, Well, you take that uh, Ethereum cog, which is made out of all those shards, and stick it in the forge there, and uh, if if you've wandered around the the whole forge area, you've picked up a bunch of uh, loot from various things in there, which provides you with all the materials needed. I think that was very nice of the game designers to do, so you didn't have to run out and get the flawless amethyst or whatever you need to, to forge uh the uh so there's three things you can forge you can forge a shield you can forge a staff and you can forge a crown and the only one that's really
0: worth the damn is the crown that seems um, to be what most people agree on
2: yeah yeah the the rest of them are kind of dorky um so i always do the crown so that's what i did
0: Um, And can you remind us what uh, each of these artifacts or at least what the crown does? Yeah, I can
2: tell you what the crown does. I don't remember what the other ones do. Uh, The crown allows you to retain your current uh, stone and add one to it so you can have two uh, guardian stones uh, effective at the same time.
0: And I know that Colin has a specific set of uh the stones he likes to have. No, I so. ones. The same, do you what, what the, do you the
2: like? The same ones, I believe. We we both do the the, lady, the Lord and the Lady uh are the two best to have, I and think.
0: And did they plan that so that the Lord and the Lady would go together well?
2: I don't know.
0: No, it's Colin? That is yeah. a two IU, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. um but no, was it the
1: the Lord and Lady Stone were already out in the normal game and then yeah. That came out in the DLC with Dawn Guard, so I don't think yeah. they planned it together. But it does sound nice, you know.
0: Yes, the Lord, Lord and, and the Lady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, remind us what those stones do for us, Colin. Uh,
1: the Lord Stone grants you, uh, f- I think it's, in it my game anyway, it was 50 points of armor and uh, to your armor rating. And twenty five percent resistance to magic. That was the Lord Stone. The Lady Stone increases your health and stamina regeneration.
0: Very nice. Yeah, those sound like they would do well together. I'm always infatuated with the. I believe it's called the Serpentine Stone, as well. But if you already have you know invisibility, if you're good in the Illusion school, you don't really need it. But I again, I haven't touched the Illusion school at all so the serpentine stone is one i like to play around with sometimes and that just lets you uh become invisible
2: i believe once a day yeah the stones i mean the stones are nice i my biggest thing is that you know in order to use the stones effectively you have to be willing to fast travel and since i really never ever fast travel in my games except using the carriages and stuff uh i don't really you ever get to use the stones? You do
0: stumble a, upon them very often.
2: Well, not stumble upon them. I mean, but once you've discovered them all, if you you know you can you can fast travel to one to use it for a specific thing, and then fast you travel to back to it your would change. Thing. Yeah, so
0: that's I think that's the that's the way they're meant to be used. But I, I just so in your style of play, the Ethereum crowd would actually be really nice, so you wouldn't have handy. to like yeah. travel so just, all the way around and do that.
2: Right, so I just travel over to uh, uh, the area above Stonehills there, where the Lord Stone is, and then Lake Illinalta, and grab the Lady stone, and then mm-hmm. I'm done.
0: Very nice. Uh, so yeah,
1: That's I'm cool. yeah, I like it, but I'm not using it. I even like uh, before I'd done the quest, I put a mod in that changed the look of the um, of the Ethereum crown. Ooh. But when I when I had it you know thought about it, I was just eh, I don't really want to wear it. <laughs> for some unknown reason, I just didn't want to wear it, so yeah. it's back. It's it's on a um a mannequin back at um, where is it? It's not several menor anymore. I've actually I bought the the house in solitude and done that up with a mod and sort of like you know it's got lots of extra sort of like display stuff there. So
2: oh, for your you know something inspired. for your playthrough, Colin, you should grab that. There's a new new ish. Uh, mod that allows you to build a a real telvani uh, uh, style you know mushroom uh house on the shores of lake Illinalta. i mean really? not just not just a house but in, includes a little almost a village below it with various shops and things like mean, you you have to oh, nice. you, really, you really have to build it though you have to gather all the materials and do a small quests for it but it's really uh, everybody i've seen that's used it loves it
0: is that just like gathering fifty thousand mushrooms? I don't know. I've never used it, but it's, <laughs> I downloaded it, but I
2: haven't put it. I haven't stuck it into a place.
0: That sounds yet. pretty awesome. I would, I'd be into no, that. No, that is no. That's definitely
1: something that she because she's she's very. I mean, if you think Nords are racist, i have done with the worst. Yeah, like, yeah. which it comes across like, Argonians and Khajiit and things like that. I mean, she's got um, what was it. Um, since Gorbash died, she was just picking up anybody, any random fodder that she could throw at enemies. Uh she picked up um um I've forgotten his name at the Major's College, the Khajiit at the Major's College, uh, Oh right, yeah. Um I've got I can't believe I've forgotten his name. Uh, yeah, it's escaping me
2: too.
1: <laughs> uh, not Khajo the other Khajiit whatever his name
2: Desargo. Gisago, that's it yeah, she yeah. picked
1: up uh, Gisago, uh and he's got some great lines as well uh but she's got him um uh, she's done that um, thing with the mods um with amazing follower tweaks is that uh dismiss but stay here So she's got him as her houseboy boy uh, <laughs> back at solitude just hanging out um she had um how was it? um the the girl the the sword maiden whatever her name was she had her with her for a while. Uh, but she's boring. She's almost as bad as uh, what's that guy that's the mage in um, White Run? It's like oh, slow and boring. Yeah, and she has no, <laughs> she has no inflection in her speech. Oh, the way she God. talks, there's there's no emotion behind it. He, it is literally like she's just reading words off a piece of paper.
0: Yeah, he
2: makes me want to poke my eyes out with a stick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. God, that's awful. Uh, before we move Sorry. too far away from the. Um, Sorry. The, <laughs> the, no, no, that's fine. Before we move away too far from the Ethereum Forge, mm-hmm. just want to remind there's two other things you can um, forge down there besides the crown. Uh, reminder the crown lets you have two standing stone abilities simultaneously. You can also forge a shield, the Ethereum shield, which uh, when you do a shield bash, It will cause the enemies to become ethereal, so they can't hurt you or you cannot hurt them for 15 seconds. Wow. Uh, I really don't see the point in that very much. Uh, Or you can have the staff, and I have actually built the staff in the past and used it a few times before I get too bored with it and then leave it back at home. But the staff allows you uh, to summon... or conjure a a Dwarven Automaton spider or sphere for 60 seconds. And that's kind of fun to bust out every once in a while. Uh, I've had it in past playthroughs, but this playthrough I went with the the crown and immediately went back and put it on a mannequin. (laughs) Uh, I just built...
2: I mean, I think it's worth like 2000 or something like
0: that. Oh, yeah. I should sell that shit. Um, I got tired of uh, living in Valendral Hall so I built Winstad man because yeah. I I and I know that a lot of people think Hearthfire is kind of boring and pointless, uh, but I really like I don't know why but I get I get enjoyment out of building those houses.
2: Oh so no, I do too. I absolutely I, I agree. Yeah, I think I, I think those I people that. are full of shit. I think it's Hearthfire is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah well, and I'm for only for only five bucks, that. I thought it was a great DLC and good yeah. value, good fun for the value. Yeah. Um, but so I, I built Winstead Manor and it's lonely up there. I adopted one um child, I believe it was Lucia, um, and she is at the house. Uh but if you remember correctly, my Derekithus spouse uh mm-hmm. would flee Valendral Hall every time I would try to come home, he would just run. Yeah. Um I found him <laughs> He was back at Darkwater Crossing or Darkwater Pass, whatever it's called there, the mine where he was working, and I told him, you know, hey, I'd like to move us somewhere else because you can do that with your spouse. You can move them to a new house, and I told him, hey, we're moving to Winstead Manor, and he's like, cool. I'll see you there, and I've been back and forth 15 times and still have never seen him anywhere (laughs) close to the house. So it's just the little girl. In the house by herself, all the time when i 'm out adventuring there 's no one there to watch her um, aren 't I supposed to how do I get a you know a, like a house carl or someone to be around the house? What do I have to do to get those people to show up? I forget
1: just walk up to the house
0: I thought that they came with the house for some reason like when when the person when you oh, buy you the, the property.
2: Isn't the uh, yeah, no. Winstead Gregor? No, that's Heljarkin.
1: Who's,
0: who's the, the Morthol lady gives it yeah. to you? I thought, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Are you,
1: thane? you
0: get No, you get the the house call when you become thane. Are and you I thane? Are was, you... There's not much you can do in Morthal, right? Didn't we already do those in our Morthal city quests? What do we have to do? Well, you had to do like kill um, what's his face, to, the
1: vampire. You had to uh, kill Movarth. Movarth, yeah. Did you help the three people out? You got you can chop yeah, some wood, I... uh you can punch. uh punch uh Oh you Bernie can fist fight. fight with that guy, yeah. Bernie, I'm sure his name is.
0: Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And um uh, yeah, yeah. if you could help the alchemist out, she's looking for a book, but you'd have to go to the Bard's College to steal it.
0: Okay. So yeah, if I want to get a housecarl, I'll have to go do those things. okay. Because... I could probably get you know child services called on me for leaving for two weeks at a time and just leaving that poor little girl at the house all alone all the time. Um, uh, oh, is it um, was it uh, Carlotta? What's her
1: face uh, with the fr- fruit stall in White Run? Um She died when I was having a fight with um, a vampire, I think. But the kid, for some reason, hasn't gone to the orphanage. She just wanders around town. She sleeps in the house.
2: Yeah, um, that's, like that's our odd because she's dead in my in in my current in Falldeers playthrough too. No, and excuse me, in the other one, uh, and same thing because uh, I've that's happened in other uh, playthroughs I've done where where parents die uh, and the kid does end up in the orphanage. Why doesn't Carlotta's daughter end up there? I, yeah.
1: yeah, and she walked up to what's her face. Um, Jonaria, uh, and says, "I hate you. You're a big meanie, and blah blah blah, and I don't like you." And Jonaria turns around and goes, "Well, your mother's dead, so <laughs> oh, no." <laughs> uh, that's on YouTube if you want to watch that. Some uh, great uh, family services entertainment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that on? You 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 uploaded your stuff to Michael's site right Rather yeah I've own, stopped yeah.
1: uploading the ones to, to my ones I only do the round table ones to uh, uh, Michael's one that's the uh, the second one I think the 51 minutes so uh, uh, I can't wait to watch Michael's one Michael's put one up there it's like an hour and a half long can't wait to watch that one yeah.
2: nice I have to un- upload the rest of mine but I, I only did the episode four so I'm, I'm not going to do any more but
1: uh, <laughs> uh, I'm really enjoying those
2: yeah, no, I, I was, I want, yeah. I
1: started watching them too.
2: Yeah, well, if I I don't know, I'm never satisfied with anything I do. But the I have the last eight or eight through thirteen, is the last half of the episode four ones. But I haven't done any for this this episode. I just don't like the quality of the the, the uh not the up to your standards. No, I don't have any standards. I just don't like
1: them. <laughs> yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, uh, I like you the the little the cubby holes that you get on the solitude because I had to look around and those um, storm grates are actually there in solitude
2: oh yeah, yeah they're all there it's just uh, the, that's another that's a great little mod hidden hideouts of Skyrim that's awesome yeah. mod I, I love yeah.
1: that did you accidentally discover that one at the edge of the coast when you were going into um... yes
2: yeah that was totally spontaneous yeah
1: I couldn't yeah. believe that I was like where, where is he going What's that? I've never heard of that before. And then yeah. like you find a little hidey hole right at the edge of the coastal. Yeah, like, no.
2: yeah they're little. They're, they're peppered all over the place, and this, just like the Baron quest, you can you can actually get um, uh, the, the you can have the mod show the show you where they are on the map or not. So I I, I leave it off. So I, I every once in a while I'll find one. You know, um, I use the city ones mostly. I don't really use the ones way out in the countryside. But most of them are like way out in the middle of nowhere. You know, you just sort of <laughs> discover them. Yeah. A little Easter eggs. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And they are they useful little hideouts, I guess.
2: Well, yeah. Every one of them has something in it. the The city ones all have, uh, like, the one of them has an alchemy table. The other one has an enchanting table. Almost all of them have have a cook pot. Uh, they all have a bed. Uh, the one in Windhelm has uh, just has a, a bed and a cook pot. Uh, the one in Markarth, uh, I forget which one. There's, there's the one in Solitude and Markarth. I haven't found one in Falkreath. Uh, the one in, in, uh, 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 white Run is is the is the only one. all oh, too many W's, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, is the only one that that I use regularly, and that that one has an enchanting table in it. And they all have a little bit of storage, some a barrel or something that's you know mm-hmm. that's usable storage. They're great nice. for early playthroughs, you know.
0: Yeah. So sounds good. Um, Man, yeah. I really need to get myself a PC and get on all this modding stuff damn right. Yeah. Well, uh <laughs> speaking of modding, I believe we are about to go into a special segment of the show. So, we will go ahead and uh wrap up this uh portion of the round table for this week unless you guys have anything else you'd like to discuss about your characters. Uh no, I'm, I'm I don't think so.
2: Uh, I haven't mm-hmm. done anything. I haven't really been playing. I mean, I've I've been sort of reserving all my play for just the quest that we're doing. So that's why I'm still mm-hmm. just you know level thirty or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, um, I haven't done a whole lot of other stuff.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been cool. cool. Like, yeah, I was um, quite a, a huge uh, quest uh, things we had for the <laughs> for this episode. So yeah, all yeah. my time was determined to that. Um, I have done the Thieves Guild. That was the guild that I had to um, complete, and I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've also done the Dark Brotherhood. That was quite enjoyable. I, I went a bit more in depth with it. Um, so, talking to the individual characters and things like that. Um, like, you know, what's your suggestion on how I should handle my next contract? Mm-hmm. I never used to do that. I just used to guess the contracts and yeah, wander Yeah, just grab the them and go. Yeah. yeah, But uh, you get a few good ones in there. Um, From uh, This is quite funny, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I never discovered this artifact, uh, but um, besides a a tip-off from the UESB, or maybe it was Juan, actually, in the Facebook group, but uh, if you talk to the people before you go kill Vittoria Vici at her wedding, they all there's there's one assassin in the the dark Brotherhood who will tell you that she has left a bow there for you that bow is pretty cool if you guys don't know about that bow uh, ask around the dark Brotherhood before you go to the the wedding up in solitude and uh, you know ask ask around about that bow and see if you can pick that up because that's a pretty fun artifact as well.
1: Yeah, I had trouble finding it. She says, I was just on this ledge and I was like, okay, so I was like, all right, I'm on the ledge, it's not here. Where, <laughs> Where is it? Yeah, where I
0: was it? on the wrong ledge looking same. for it. I was on the ledge up above where <laughs> the ledge she was talking about. Yeah, same here. And, and, yeah. and I was like, wait, what's that ledge over there? Yeah, it's like, oh wait, there's another little door that I had never noticed before for some reason. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, just one little uh, tidbit before we sign off this evening. I uh, went back and listened to the whole Thumcast, cast, which is a hmm. Sky, Skyrim-related podcast. I listened to, I believe there's 38 episodes. I listened to those over the last few weeks at work. And um, I have to admit that I am a thief. I'm a horrible, dirty thief. <laughs> because on the third episode of Thumcast, and this probably was stored in the back of my brain, and I never noticed it before, and just for some reason it was sitting there, and I decided a, a clever way to sign off uh, for our podcast here. Actually, I started doing it when I was submitting audio feedback to Michael back in the day. I would always end every show with happy Skyrimming, but in the third episode of Thumcast, that mother effort signs off with, Happy Skyrimming. So oh, no. I'm, I'm not creative at all. I don't know. I'm, I was just so disappointed when I heard him say that. I was like, Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a dirty thief, a non-creative dirty well, thief. If you and, find it where he
1: lives and kill him, you can call it looting. Oh, there you go. You know, I'm surprised we haven't been slapped
2: with a you know takedown notice or something.
0: Yeah, no kidding. It's yeah. a good thing that only you know, 40 people or so listen to this show on a regular basis. How much money do we owe them? Your mom, my mom. (laughs) Hey, my mom downloads on multiple devices. So that counts for double, right? That's right. Uh, Um, Also one more thing before we sign off here. Um, Evidently there's a continuation of the Ethereum forge quest here. Lust to the ages that I have never stumbled upon.
1: Oh but, yeah. Oh right. I was going to mention that was yeah. my fault. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I started talking about something else. Sorry. Yeah. Now
0: go ahead. Uh, do you know what I was about? I was about to talk about there, Colin. Yeah. As
1: you're um, traveling around, um, doesn't matter. It can happen anywhere in Skyrim. Uh, if you're wearing or have the piece of the Ethereum uh, on you, whether it's the crown or the staff or whatever, you will run into a mage. Uh, A Dunmer by the name. Yes, it's right here.
0: (gasps) Taran Dreth or Taran Dreth. Real
1: (laughs) filth bag. He used to be uh, Katria's uh, apprentice or her understudy. And he stole all her work about uh, dwarven history and sort of like our theories on the Ethereum crown and wrote a book and then. Uh, called the Ethereum Wars, I think it was called, and uh, sort of like <laughs> dedicated it to her, or sort of like you know put her name in it at the back, saying like thanks for all your help or something like that. But <laughs> when he sees you, and he sees you in the in the Ethereum, he goes, where did you get that? And he goes, I, and you tell him, and he goes, oh, um, it's made of Ethereum. Like uh, he goes, oh, where did you hear about this? Blah blah blah. And he goes, oh, I heard it from, I know who you are. I heard it from Katria he goes, oh, I can't let you live. And then he starts to attack you, but he's surrounded by hired mercenaries. So he's a pretty powerful fire mage, and he has four mercenaries with him, I think, as well. Yeah, the yeah. last time I killed him, was there were four of them, yeah. yeah. And uh, and they all attack you. The last time he attacked me, he hasn't attacked me in this playthrough, but the previous playthrough, I think it was uh, with um, with my Nord, uh, he attacked me inside the Silver Blood Inn in Markov. Ooh! And wow. uh, yeah, but that was the first time it's ever happened inside. Uh, the rest of the times has always been on, like on the road somewhere. But,
0: I have uh, never no. actually run across this guy. Really? Uh, not I that know. I know of. Maybe, oh. maybe in a long past playthrough. But uh, as far as I know, I've never actually come across this gentleman. I just found out about it in the, you know, when I was doing my research for the show here.
2: Yeah, I totally forgot about him this time. But I have encountered him in the past for sure mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised although the very first time it happened and I, I came up with a speech or oh, I heard about it from or, or I'm a friend of Katria's whatever the speech was I was like okay who the F is Katria? <laughs> 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 okay, I, I had completely forgotten who the hell she was and uh, I was just like why am I killing this guy? Who's Katria? What's going on? <laughs> My very first I was looking at Lydia going, No, I haven't got a, and then it must have been about three months later, I was wandering along and I went, That's who she was <laughs> oh, <laughs> just out <exactly>. of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Good stuff.
1: It was the same thing when I found um uh Draven you know we've, when you go through the Thieves' Guild and you loot that chest and you find Draven's bow?
0: I've got his bow. Where do I drop that off? <laughs> got off and you,
1: I didn't find him until my third playthrough after I killed the dragon. And there was this random guy standing next to me, and I looked at him and I was like, Draven, Draven.
0: Draven! <laughs> Draven, <Hushin>. you bastard! <laughs> I've been what carrying this you? bow for months. <laughs> and,
1: uh, I went back into my to my two previous characters went there. I got them fast traveled all the way to driving and went, there's your goddamn effing bug. I'm going to speak that damn thing up again and then marched all the way back and closed <laughs> it and I hate that guy. <laughs> oh let the dragon eat him. Uh, that's
0: yeah, I still have his damn
1: bow.
0: I've got to turn that in.
2: That's like me with that goddamn quill of gemination or whatever. They've never, uh, ever, <laughs> 1,200 Freaking hours! I've never
0: found that fucking thing. <laughs> is, is that the one Maven wants yeah, you to get?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, uh, "It's in there, like somewhere." Um, yeah, somewhere. Also, there's, a, there's um a little was well, I was talking to Maven halfway through the thieves build quest, and she was saying she was pretty ticked, and it had I had the option of selling telling her that um like you know what would make you happy. And she says, "Oh, the deed to Golden Glow Estate would be would make me quite happy." And you know, you can get the, the deed from Gollumai oh. in um, in I yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got the deed to the place, but when I went back to Maven, it, it wouldn't continue. It she wouldn't take it off me. Hmm. So it was quite weird. I think it was just like you know. So but yeah, I was talking to her. I was halfway between and uh, the Thieves Guild. I think I'd just done whatchamacallit, the the one in where the skeevers, where you plant the poison. Oh, yeah. Then I went back to the brewery one. Yeah, hunting, I went hunting back hunting to brewery. Yeah. That's the one. I went back to um, Riften, and then I was, uh, I think it was in the Yarl's play, Palace, and I, I got in the conversation with her, and I had it on there, so sort of like, what can I do to make you happy? And she was like, oh, the deed to Golden Glow would be quite nice, and then when I got it, she wouldn't take it. So, huh. so hmm.
0: uh, Well, gentlemen, I believe we'll wrap this show up. Um, Probably you'll be hearing this after you're hearing the next segment that we'll be doing, but uh, we'll be going in and discussing a little bit about the the new hubbub that has come around for paid mods that are now going to be happening for Skyrim. So we'll launch into that on a different episode, Um, but uh, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and... Happy, Happy Skyrim. Skyrim. I'm a Zoomcast.
2: Thanks for listening to this episode from Skyrimatic Podcast. You can email the show at Skyrimatic at gmail.com or for the roundtable, SkyrimRoundtable at gmail.com. For video content, search Skyrimatic on YouTube and subscribe to our channel. There you can find live episodes and playthroughs from the roundtables and other characters, as well as 10 minutes in Skyrim. Special thanks to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable opening and closing. You can subscribe to his YouTube channel or purchase his music through iTunes. Just search Dan Bull. Thanks to Claire Lafar for the show artwork. You can find her artwork at etsy.com slash mayafireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And thank you to the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages and the Imperial Library for their great resources. Until next time.
1: Who is rapping? Overkeen. Dragons are not overkeen. I'll dice them like a knife, slicing right through an aubergine. My dragon shell flow is sweeter than a soda stream. You won't believe your eyes. I'm like an overload of dopamine. A broadsword in one hand and a magic spell in the other. I'm the last of the dragonborn. There's no other. My brother's so run for cover. If you've got scales,
0: then I'm on your tail.